Yo, 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 this is Chris Blair. How are you guys doing? It is Saturday afternoon here in Japan. Um, we're, start, we're heading into what's called the Golden Week holiday. Um, it's a long holiday that we have in the spring here in Japan. So it's going to be a cool time. You know, a lot of people are off. Every place will be busy. So I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm not going to be working as hard as I normally do during the Golden Week, but still be doing some work. Golden Week doesn't really apply to me because I'm, you know, not in the company employee. I'm a full-time, you know, internet marketer, or e actually a full-time e-com seller and trainer and coach. But anyway, I will take some time and you know hang out and do some things, right? Enjoy the because you know when everyone else in the country you live in, which is where I live in Japan, is in, having a holiday. You get sort of get in the holiday mode, even though it doesn't really affect my my work. Anyway, one thing's unusual about this time. Um, you guys may or may not know this, but Japan recently had a change in emperor. Okay, so usually during the Golden Week, there's like a long weekend, like uh, Saturday, Sunday, and a Monday, and then there's a couple days, regular work days, like on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Wednesday, Thursday, something like that, and then another long weekend. It's just the way that holiday seasons line up. Usually two and sometimes three days in between, screening between two long weekends in which are regular work days. But what Japan does, a lot of companies' employees will do is they'll, they'll take those days as holidays and go on long trips. But this year, because of the change of emperor, right, um, to celebrate that, Japan decided to designate only in this year, and this year only, those days that are normally not holidays, they are like special holidays this year only, which means that we have a 10-day Golden Week holiday. This is the longest Golden Week holiday, this is the longest holiday ever happened in Japan. I mean, literally 10 days where banks are going to shut down. And Actually, I'm, I'm, sometimes I think it's maybe a bad thing. What happens if like you know, people, you know, for some reason can't get money? What if, what if there's like a stock market crash in the United States? And, and the, the Japan, of course, the Japan, you know, um, based, you know, uh, what do you call it? Stock market uh, related you know, security companies are not working, right? And what if, what if foreign currency collapses and they're not working? So, ten days is a long time. But anyway, hopefully, it'll it'll be fun and there'll be no no big issues and also the, it'll drive the economy. And before I get into drop shipping and um, pin on the man, I want to talk a little bit about the food I'm eating right now. This is uh, okay. Let me show you the menu. So this is a very popular dish in Japan. It's called kushikatsu. Okay, these are all little small little sticks, and each one of these is a dollar. Okay, this is 120 yen in Japanese, but each one of these is a dollar. These ones here are 80 cents, and these are different vegetables. These are different meats, right? Anyway, they also have tons of stuff. They even have kushikatsu ice cream. It's crazy. So anyway, so check this out. So this is one is ham. Okay, I'm going to dip it, and you dip it in this sauce here. Boy, if there's some way I can show the sauce without spilling it. Let me see if I can sort of tilt my... Mm, that's going to be hard. Wow, can't really... Can you see the sauce? There you go. Now you can. Yeah, I can see you guys can see it. There you go, right there. That's the sauce. And you dip it in. This is a very, very... I mean, I'm showing you guys this because this is a very common thing. Japanese people, when they go out with friends and family and stuff, they will often come to this place. You can find a kush, kushikatsu place anywhere so 
they take it and they dip it in this, the the uh, you know fried right. They even do it. In, they'll have banana and cheese and ice cream, and it's really really cool. But this, these are actually meat dishes. This is a ham one. So I'm gonna dip it in the sauce here. Take a bite. I'm gonna show you guys the inside. Mm. Really, really tasty. I'll finish. That was the ham one. Let me finish. Let me finish this one. Let me sorry. Let me let me take a bite of this one. I'll finish them after our talk here. Because this is this is a beef. All these places are quite tasty and affordable. I mean, they're cheap, but the beer here is, right now, this is the afternoon. In the afternoon, the beer is only 180 yen for like a three-fourth pint. Sorry. Yeah, 180 yen. So like like a dollar 60 for a three-half pint. And then in the evening time, it goes up to $2.70, roughly. So very cheap, affordable. Good tasting. So if you ever get to Japan, I highly recommend you, you come to one of these places because they're extremely popular. Mm. My buddy James. Hey James, you want to try to get on? Facebook's saying I can invite you on. on, on. The little camera symbol came up. Are you in a position where you want to get on if you're on your phone? Or something we can get you on. So anyway, I want to talk about today drop shipping and print on demand. Okay, so most of the people who follow me are experienced e-com sellers somewhat, right? So you know this. I mean, what they are. Right? But there's still a few people out there who don't know what they are. So I'm going to briefly, quickly explain it before I get into the nitty-gritty of this. Okay, so drop shipping is, for example, you go to a site like AliExpress or eBay. You grab a product that's listed on there. Usually they're from China, but they're, they're, sometimes they're from Vietnam and Bangladesh and other countries. And you can, sometimes you can even drop some U.S. products. You put them on your website. You can put a markup on it, and you, you sell it. And when the order comes in, you, you uh, go to AliExpress, and you purchase it, and you have it sent directly to the customer. I was about to ask my buddy James. I said it's going to be on. And he said, said he says I'm naked in, in onsen. Onsen is a hot spring in Japanese, so probably not a good idea. No, I think we can get in trouble f- with um, with uh, uh, Facebook for that. So anyway, so back to the, what I was saying. Okay, so that's how dropshipping is. You go to the website, you grab something, you put it on your website, and you, when the, when the order comes in, you go to the uh, the other website and you you order it and you send. And you can do it dropshipping off of wishlist, off of. Uh, Face, sorry, off of Amazon. Some people actually do it off of Amazon. You can do it off of Etsy. You can do it off of AliExpress. You can do it off of eBay. Okay. I don't want this to get cold. Or else it won't be any good. All right. That's one option. And I'm going to talk about the, the, the advantages of that and disadvantages of that here in, in a second. Let me explain the other option. Okay? The other option is what's called print on demand. So nowadays, I mean, there used to be just t-shirts, right? Started off with a company called Teespring. So 
So you could go in, you can put your design up on a t-shirt and, and literally sell just one. And, and they will print it with direct-to-garment, what's called direct-to-garment printing, which is different than screen printing, but it's a, more like printing with a printing press on the shirt and send it to your customer directly. And again, the, but nowadays, there's even more. In print of the man, it started off with t-shirts, but now, I swear to you, it's unbelievable. There's literally 2,000-some products you can do print of the man. I'm seeing things like power banks. I mean, literally, power banks. You know, like, you know, when you charge your phone. Dog bowls. It's unbelievable. Socks, underwear, uh, hats, bags. I mean, I mean, everything under the sun. So what these companies do, these print-on-demand companies do, is they they buy they for them one of the most famous ones is Custom Cat. Right? They're the biggest one by far. It's not even close. They're the biggest one. They will they will bring no, thousands of T-shirts and, and hundreds of hats and and they'll keep they'll keep ordering these bulk. And then what they do is they give you an app. Right? They give you access to an app, and, and the app you install into your e-com store, in most cases it's Shopify, right? and then with, 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 the, with those apps, you can, you can go in, you can say, I want to put my design on this hat, for example. You upload the hat to your store, and then bang, right? You install in your store, you can sell it, and when the order comes in, it, you know, they'll process it, okay? Now, the advantage of these two things is, look, there's almost no upfront costs. In, in getting products sent, right? You don't have to carry a lot of stock, right? You don't have to stock tons of stuff and you don't have to buy in bulk, right? With dropshipping, there is basically, there is no upfront cost. With print on demand, there is a little bit of upfront cost if you, if you are getting designs made, unless you can design yourself. But usually the way I teach people to do, you know, using, using designers in the Philippines and Pakistan, India, you can get designs done for $10, $20 a piece. Quite cheap. All right. I do realize that for probably 95% of people watching this, this is nothing new, but I just wanted to go ahead and, and briefly explain what that is. Now, let's talk about the advantages and disadvantages of it. We'll start with dropshipping. Okay. Now, the reality is there are people out there dropshipping from other sites and other services, and, that, and that's, I think, probably a smart thing to do because you can find a reliable one, reliable source. But the most commonly used two... That's, that it, most people, everyone can access and, and use for a long, long time is eBay and AliExpress. Okay, back when I did a lot of dropshipping, I used eBay because I like to pay for my orders with PayPal, and AliExpress didn't take PayPal, doesn't take PayPal, and so you have a credit card. But anyway, that's my that was my choice. But anyway, you can get almost everything you can get on eBay. You can also get on AliExpress and vice versa. So what's the upside of AliExpress or dropshipping from these sites? Well, the upside is, I mentioned one already, is that no upfront costs. No upfront costs, okay? The other upside is easy. I mean, it is easy as heck. I mean, it can't get any easier. You just go to AliExpress, find something that you like, you think will sell, right? Put it on your website and start selling it, okay? Now, there's a lot more to it than that these days because the competition is very, very tight. And competitive before, so you need to you need to do some research and, and dig deep into AliExpress or eBay and try to find some cool, unique stuff. But the point is, it's it's that's you can just, you're just grabbing stuff that's already out there and you're selling it. Okay. 
the other upside is is some of these products are based on AliExpress. Not all, but some. There's, there's, there's two types of products on AliExpress. One is a, is a need product, and then there's a need and then it solves a, a problem, right? And some of them are want, type of say people would want it for some reason, right? It appeals to people's wanting to have that product, right? So, I mean, an example of a need need for example would be I talked about the power bank for example right which is ironically because that's actually a print-on-demand product that's available to us now but for for a lot of people who use their phone every day right a power bank is a, is a necessity they have to have a power bank with them I mean I carry a power bank everywhere I go with two cords you know one for my pocket Wi-Fi here and one for my mobile phone here right so I've got two different lines, and look. And by the way, they're plugged into my power bank right now. I'm getting, I'm charging my stuff. So that would be an example of a need product, something that, that people, solves a problem. Okay, and with AliExpress and e, and dropshipping, more so than print on demand. I run, the, the the example I just gave is a print on demand product that does solve it. But, but I would say in general, print on demand products have let are more about creating that want, right? No, person doesn't have to buy that. They don't absolutely need that, right? With dropshipping, there's a lot of products out there that clearly solve a pro- there's problem X, and you're offering this solution. Okay. And of course, there's other products that are based on want, like T-shirts and hat. Right. You don't necessarily need a T-shirt, right? But you just want them, right? Because they're cool, funnier, or they you like the expression, you resonate with that, right? So, dropshipping products opens up more doors to products that are. Um, based on need and solving, solving the problem, okay? Um, people will say that you can get better margins on dropship products in general, and um, I have mm, mixed, mixed feelings about that. It's true in some cases, but not true in others. I mean, with some, there's some POD products out there that you can sell with big, big margins. So I'm not sure I fully buy that point of view, but I wanted to point that because you'll hear that a lot. You hear a lot. Oh, I do dropshipping because they're better margins. Okay. Um, there's some downside to this, and I'm gonna get into that here in a second. Okay. All right. So those are the, uh, those are the upsides of, of dropshipping. Okay. Now, what are the downsides? Okay. The downside is this: long shipping times. I mean, it's coming from China. Even if you order. Like the okay, remember how fast you're. If you set up some apps that help automate the process, you'll be pro, you'll be processing your orders every day. The, order, the orders that come in, you request, you know, you pay for the order and you get it on its way. But the thing is, a lot of the drop, a lot of the dropshipping suppliers don't necessarily process with them immediately. They wait a couple of days or two or three days, or it takes some time to get things organized. Plus, then on top of it, you have ePacket, right, which is the best option from China, um, unless Trump kills that, and there's a possibility he might. Oh, I gotta get one more beer before four o'clock. The beer price is gonna go up, gonna go from dollar seventy to two seventy here in a second. Right now, it's almost four. Simmerson. Okay, so back to what I was saying. So ePack is the best option. So nowadays, ePack says up to twenty days. Up to twenty days. Now that's apparently I'm talking to my friends who are doing a lot of dropping. That's not typical. It's still typical 10 to 14 days. That one might be cool. All right. So, okay. So, 10 to 14 days, but... Uh, All right. Now, I'm going to start. Okay. So, 
he was t- just telling me that the beer, cheap beers till four o'clock, and I said, yes, that's exactly why I just ordered another one. <laughs> um, I'm very aware of that. I love beer, guys. So anyway, uh, back to what I was saying. So, so you're looking at, in the best case scenario, 10 days, the most likely scenario, 14 to 17, 18 days, and as much as 20 plus days. If you, if you count like 20 days on when it's shipping, plus the two or three days it takes the person to process, you're looking at the worst case, you know, and sometimes even longer. I've seen cases where the supplier took, took two or three weeks to send it, okay? So long shipping times is a big turnoff, which will bring me to something that I want to, I want to jump into to an advantage of print on demand and, and go back to the, the idea that people think that drop shipping is, is more, has more profit margin, okay? Well, print on demand companies are mostly with the exception of two that I know, are based in United States. Okay, so you 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 get very, or there's a couple in Europe as well, um, but and there's two in, in China. You get, but the point is they like some of the like for the custom cat and the ones I work with. We sell a T-shirt. Custom cat often sends that T-shirt on the very day the order comes in, the very day. So, okay, so that. Product, that, and it takes three, three to five days for the product to get there. So, so literally, the customer is getting the product within a week versus, versus waiting at least, in the best case scenario, 11 to 12 days. Okay? It makes a massive difference in the customer's experience, and therefore they're willing to come back and buy, they're more likely to buy from your website. And that's a huge part of this whole thing. A lot of people are very short-sighted when it comes to dropshipping. They say, oh, I can get $30 up front now. Yes, you get $30 up front now, but you have, you have not built a customer for life. You, 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 they're never going to buy from you because they're going to wait three weeks for their product, two to three weeks. Okay. No one's going to come back and want to buy from you again. Okay? That's the reality. So, so, you're, you're, so, so in many cases, you're, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face when you think, oh, dropshipping is more profitable. And then here's the other thing. These days now, with a lot of the unique products I mentioned earlier, the 2,000 some products you can do with, 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 with print on demand, you can get some unique stuff that you can put good margins on. It's true. A lot of the common stuff like that people have been selling a lot, like T-shirts and hoodies and, and coffee mugs, because it's been preflated over the marketplace, you can't get a good margin on those. But on, when, you, when you sell other things, unique things, you can – as I had a jacket selling for a nice $40 margin, you know, in the past, and with print on the man, okay, forty dollars. That's a good markup. I don't know many. I don't know any, many. Um, uh, what do you call it? Dropship products you can do forty dollar markup. So, so I wanted this to point out that even though I haven't gotten into the pros and cons of the POD, I wanted to really emphasize this point: is this notion that the margins are better with drop on drop shipping is 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 total and utter bullshit. It's utter bullshit and. and on, on the on the fresh surface, because number one, there you can actually have some POD products that you can get some fast shipping on. Sorry, some high margin on. Number two, the fast shipping of POD products creates a better customer experience, and they're more likely to buy from you again. Whereas with a lot of drop shipping, I mean, I know a lot of people are doing big numbers with drop shipping, but what happens is they they, they get they have one sale from that customer, one, and they they're constantly chasing new customers. So. They're thinking so much about the margin now rather than the, rather than the big picture, which is the lifetime value of the customer. Okay. So let's go back to the cons of dropshipping. Okay. It's one of the reasons why they, they can maximize, make the shipping cheap to make it work. Because right? EPAC is like, depends on the item, but dollar to $3, right? 
sometimes four at the most, is because what they will do is they'll take the item and they'll squish it. I mean, literally. They will take a, take a, a, a hat or whatever. So it's, it's an unstructured hat, right? And they'll smash it down as small as possible. It'll show up in this tiny little box. I, I shit you not. I've seen it. And to pull it out and, and then wash it. And then it even says in the instructions, pull out, wash it, and it'll return to normal. And yeah, for unstructured caps, not these hard, you know, built caps, you can do that. You absolutely can, and it, and it does. But, but just the impression. And they do this with every product when they ship from China because they want to sell EPAC and they want to keep the prices cheap. So they squish down the product and they, this is, it's as compact as compact can be. And the packaging also looks ugly in and of itself. So just imagine the impression you're making. Okay? Imagine that. Oh, I just waited two weeks. And that's a, good, that's a good scenario. Two weeks, right? Taking an average good scenario for a product right? that I'm, I was hoping to get within a week. And then it shows up. It's got ugly-looking packaging. And it's, it's squished in there as tightly as possible. Do you think I'm getting a good impression as a customer on this? Do you think I'm like, oh, man, I love that website. I'm going to go back and buy from them again. Okay. And the third biggest problem with dropshipping is the inconsistency of suppliers, right? The Chinese suppliers, are, no, man, they are oh, so, so inconsistent. It's unbelievable. Even the one, even the one who we go, well, sometimes we'll have bad batches, right? And the fourth one, there's absolute fraudsters on AliExpress. I, I fell on this one time. I mean, we had 300 some orders of a photography lens necklace. No, photography lens uh, bottle opener. This is back when I was, I was in the photography niche and I was dropshipping and I had a bottle opener, which is ironically a beer-related product. But anyway, selling that bottle opener. And we got 350 fake tracking orders. And I tried to, cl- I tried to chase, I tried to, uh, to, to close, you know, to chase my money and, and, and file a complaint with PayPal. But the seller, the supplier, right, had already shut down their PayPal and they were gone. So this is during the Christmas season. So this, I, I mean, I guess it's a very profitable business model. Something I recommend. But this unscrupulous asshole um, realized that he could totally capitalize on the on the Christmas boom from Shopify drop sellers. So he listed tons of products. And by the way, I, I have another friend who ran the same issue, and I, and we we both compared notes. Oh, it's the exact same guy. Well, the same fake name, right? Listed tons of products, and we grab them, we sell them, we're paying them. They provide fake tracking numbers and they're not real and fake shipping labels, but nothing actually ships. They, and, and they close down their account around right after Black Friday, right? They, the, PayPal told me that, that that PayPal account was closed down after Black Friday. So, I mean, the, the, I mean, I have to say, it was a great scam. I mean, good job. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really pissed off. I'm never, never going to see that money ever again. But, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, from the scammer's point of view, it was, all, it was awesome. I mean, what a, what a great time to get some, get some margin, right? You get tons of sales during Black Friday, give out fake, and, and, you know, fake tracking numbers. And by the time the sellers like me realize what's going on, it's too late. Anyway. And by the way, this is not an isolated case. I've heard story after story after story of this. And then I've heard other stories about how, you know, you, you, you start selling and scaling stuff up and then you realize the quality is horrible. Okay. 
So I'm not trying to scare you off of dropshipping. In fact, dropshipping can be a good way to get started. Okay, because it's easier to get started with dropshipping. It's easier to find products, but you have to. You most definitely need to be aware of these pitfalls. When you, and you, every time you work with a new, new supplier, you got to monitor your tracking from them like a hawk. I mean, in there, just making sure the orders are being sent and actually delivered properly, and also get samples right. Have your cousin, uncle, mother, whatever, not you, order samples and make sure the quality is good before you scale big because you could, or you can seriously screw yourself, okay? All right, now let's talk about print on demand, okay? Print on demand is a business model I, I prefer and recommend um, because of the cons, right? And I'm gonna talk about, sorry, because of the pros. I'm gonna talk about the cons here too so you guys get a balanced point of view, okay? All right, so what are the pros? Fast shipping, good consistent quality, good packaging. Okay, so fast delivery, good consistent quality, good packaging, good impression. And it, it's, I, print, I can tell you, I've seen the numbers from a print on demand store versus a dropship store. The repeat customer rate is, is so much higher with print on demand store. Okay, now I know I, every time I say that, I get these people who, who who come out of the woodwork and say, "Oh, Chris." I've got a 23% return customer rate with my dropship store, and that is awesome. Congratulations. And that's because you found a really good dropship supplier that you vetted it and researched, and you found them, and you've created a great business system. But that is not normal. It's just not. Okay? So, yes, your, your business is the exception, and I, and I, can't, and I can't teach based on anomalies. I've got to teach based on norms. Okay? So... In general, dropshipping is has a repeat customer that's significantly lower than print on demand. Right. Okay, so what are, what's the cons? Well, one of the old cons, and I don't think it's a con anymore, but it's still I would say partially a con, um, is it used to be very limited. It, it's true. Back in 2015, when I first started Shopify, the number of products that we could sell on uh, print on demand was limited. Actually, yeah, but. Now, with, with T-Launch and Custom Cat, and, sorry, and all the different suppliers out there, there's over 2,000 products now, and it's increasing. It's increasing every single day. So, do you have as many product types as you can sell with dropshipping? No, but I mean, you're not li- you, you, the limitation is very unlimited. In other words, yes, okay, there. Are, there are more stuff with dropshipping, but still, we got so many, so many options. And if you think about the the fact that you can put an infinite number of slogans, expressions, and designs on these products, it just becomes infinite, right? So, and it's increasing, increasing, increasing. All right. Another um, potential con, right, related to dropshipping versus print on demand, and this is sort of, sort of a separate thing. I'm, it, it, it's a con on both of them, right? But it's even more of a con, stronger con with dropshipping. Copycats. With dropshipping, you can get copycats in a hurry. I mean, literally, with these spy softwares, you could have 100 different people selling the exact same thing that you were just selling, you made a few sales on, within a day or two. Okay? Now, that can happen with print-on-demand as well if you're, if you're selling more common products like 
t-shirts and mug cups that everyone has access to. But if you're focused on more unique products, well, then you get yourself in a situation where the, the person who is trying to copy you needs to have access to the supplier that you're selling it from. For example, beer koozie four packs, okay? The product that I'm selling these days, and it's, and it's good, doing well, right? I'm, I, I'm, I can openly admit to this product, and you know, you know why? There's only one print-on-demand supplier that supplies it. Only one. And guess what? They don't work with anyone but my Facebook, my, my private mastermind group. It's a special relationship and arrangement I, I worked out with them. And they're adding socks and tons of other stuff too. That, that a lot of other stuff, other, other print-on-demand suppliers are not, are not playing. So literally, the only people that I'm in competition with when it comes to shopping print-on-demand for, for those koozies is my own mastermind members. That's it. Okay, so, and that's just one example, right? And that's an exclusive relationship, but still, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't do their research and they don't know about this print of the man company does that, that, and this print of the man company does that, and, and so on and so forth. So, so you're creating a barrier to entry to copy. Okay, so can they copy you? Yes. But it is in general harder with print of the man than with dropshipping, okay? Unless you're just selling the common stuff that everyone else is selling. Okay, like a T-shirt or or you know this, the you know the basic coffee mugs, right? If you if you just do a little more creativity, you can completely separate yourself from the marketplace, right? I'll give you another example. I've literally had people reach out to me, other print on demand suppliers who are not in my course of mastermind, ask me how the hell are you getting personalized glass beer mugs? Glass, not these ceramic ones. There's a couple of these big massive. Uh, Massive uh, print and demand supplies have got ceramic mugs, but we have glass. And again, another secret private relationship that I created just for my mastermind members, right? In which we can sell glass stuff, right? Um, by the way, if you're watching this and you're, you're one of my members, you're probably scratching your head saying, Chris, wait a minute, I haven't seen that yet. And you haven't because I was, I've been just testing it myself. Um, but literally, this coming week, you're going to learn about this new supplier. Okay, I, I have already arranged to, to make an announcement about him. Okay, so next week, you guys are going to have access to some new cool shit. All right? So if you're watching this in my group, you just, just wait a few days. You're, you're going to get access to some cool new stuff. That This guy's got jewelry boxes and all sorts of other cool things. <laughs> anyway, it's gonna, and by the way, not open, to, not open to anyone, which is awesome. All right, so... That points. That puts the point is that look, it's harder to cop, be copied with PLM, but it's still possible depending on the product that you're selling. Okay, and then the other con to uh, print on demand, and this is a, this is a fair con. It's harder to come up with winning products. That is that is true, and I'm not going to deny that. Okay, um, why is it harder? Well, because you 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 you're trying to go out to your marketplace, right? In 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 most cases, right, you're not going after a product of need, you're going after a product that they might want, with the exception of like, the, I just mentioned power banks, now you can do print on power banks, which is really cool. And there's a few other products that are based on need, for example, a dog bowl, right? But dog bowls are so prevalent, right, that, you know. But there are, the point is, these, there's, a, there's less, a lot less products that are based on, like, hey, I'm solving a need or a problem, right, for a customer. Whether you're creating, you're creating a sense of, like, okay, wow, cool, I want that. Oh, my God, I want that thing. Now I need that, right? So you're creating that, right, which is harder. 
Okay, and I'm not I'm not going to lie to you and say it later. But anyway, that's, that's it. Those are the that's the difference between the drop shipping and print on demand. And I actually think both can work done right. If you're interested in working with me, private message me. Um, I can take on one private coaching student this time. I also have a mastermind in the course group. And if you're interested in learning about that, you can private message me and I'll, and I'll tell you more about it and we can have a little conversation. So if you're interested in working with me and, 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 and not having to solve everything for yourself and bring yourself to a whole new level, contact me. Cheers.